Hey pals, this is Blaine Hill from the Lake Murray Presbyterian Church. And Simply Stated podcast today is Thursday. It's September 3rd, 2020. They say this may be the last real roaster of a day in the year. I'm coming to you from my backyard. I was struck by something while I was out walking this morning. And I wanted to share it with you. Um, in the beginning, God created heavens and earth. God created men and women and put us in his good creation and put us in the Garden of Eden. It describes the garden um, in the book of Genesis. A river watering the garden flowed from Eden, for there it was separated into the four headwaters. It's a picture of a a vast garden landscape where uh, there are four rivers, and it names those rivers. Really, the whole known universe is what he's talking about. But that image of a garden uh, is really sh- striking to me. And um, I was thinking about our little backyard. You know, we have some pretty flowers here. Here's, um, we've got, I think the purple ones are Mexican petunias. And then this reddish pink one, really almost pink flower behind a little cedarly looking guy. Um, there's two of them. I think that's a red hot poker in front. And then the most awesome plant name ever behind it. That's called a, um, that's called Love Lies Bleeding. Isn't that a gruesome name? Uh, Love Lies Bleeding is the name of that plant. Um, it's a Victorian name. I guess they were uh, a little melodramatic. Um, I want to say hi to Wilma and to Jim. You're here with us this morning. So I have those pretty little flowers. And then uh, in our backyard, we call this a creek. It's, it's really a, a runoff place. But at the far distance, you can see we have... Uh, those are daylilies, and every year they grow bigger and bigger. And the more water we get, particularly in our creek, uh, the the more those grow and, and get beautiful. You can also see, if you care, uh, can I get that? Yeah, over there's more uh, Mexican petunias. Okay, so th- this isn't a garden tour of the hills. The point I want to make is is the Bible's image of when things are well is is that of a garden. There are other images too. Um, but a garden is something, you know, you have to cultivate it. You have to work at it. We have to get out here and plant plants and my kids have to mow this thing because I'm a mean dad, uh, but you have to cultivate it. But in that garden, Adam and Eve enjoy uh, communion with God and, and with each other too. They are enjoying being together. They're enjoying the created order, the, the order that God created and the order that they've created. Because a garden you know, is a place where people are at work, uh, enjoying the fruit of the labor, literally the fruit, and also uh, simply its beauty. Of course, it doesn't hold. Things go awry. We know that. Um, it's interesting, though, at the end of the Bible, in the book of Revelation, there's a, a garden city. There's a picture of the New Jerusalem, and it's depicted with these wonderful trees uh, for the healing of the nation. Really, it's another garden. You can, sorry about this, we're having a little sunshine. My light is uh, creeping in. It'll make the flowers look better, maybe. At any rate, so the Bible begins in a garden. And in a sense, it ends in a garden. So the question is, how can we experience that kind of garden living now in the in-between time? I just thought of uh, this, if we really wanted to, we could think of uh, Jesus' time in the Mount of Olives uh, praying as a kind of garden. It was a, an orchard, 
So that's another place we might think of, an intentionally harvested place. Well, if you do any gardening at all, you know that uh, the beauty of the garden depends uh, some on our diligent care. Uh, that you have day by day or every other day or once a week or once a month, there's something to do for a pretty garden. Uh, you know, I have some potted plants. Maybe I'll show you those. Uh, the potted plants, we've got to water those, not every day, but if we go more than three or four days, they start to talk to us and look puny, and we've got to water them. So what, what does this have to do? Well, what does it have to do with the Christian life? Two things. One is, we know that it's God who's going to take us to the real garden, uh, who's going to take us into the new Jerusalem, the new heaven and earth, which is uh, depicted in the image of a garden a garden city in the book of Revelation, restoring the Garden of Eden, in a sense. Uh, but we're not there yet. So, uh, it's, and it's interesting to think, when we get to the end of time, uh, when God brings creation to its fullness, we'll be in a garden, a place that still needs tending uh, and attention and care. And that's the pleasure of a garden. It's kind of curious, uh, more in the early part of our quarantine from quarantine from corona uh people would joke you know how you doing doing okay and they said boy my yard looks great right because they had lots of time to tend to it uh so that's what it means to have a garden have a yard and uh, we'll be engaged in that kind of creating of beauty uh forever uh is god's plan for us but what i want to talk to us about for today is the idea that uh we need to do that tending right now. That we can think of our own heart and our own spiritual life as a kind of garden. Uh, a place that will, like a garden, naturally uh, produce beauty and produce uh, food and be a peaceful place to enjoy. Not only for us, uh, but for other creatures. Right now I can see a bunch of bugs. And, oh wow, there's some hummingbirds over there. I don't know if you can see them, but on, on that tree, that, they're, oh gosh, they're amazing animals. So there were some hummingbirds that are gone already. Um, point is, is there's, there's something, in uh, the garden has, uh, is, is a place to enjoy for all of God's creatures. So, but that takes tending. So if we're going, if, if we started in a garden and Jesus is carrying us to a garden through his death and resurrection, maybe we can think of our life as a garden now. And one of the great things about keeping up a lawn, keeping up a garden, is uh, it doesn't really work. You can't do it all at once. You can't do everything all at once, right? Like we, uh, I'm sure a bunch of us have gotten into a position. You know, you get, you go to the the uh, garden store, and you see all those plants, and you see all those pads, seed packets, or you get the garden catalog. Man, if you're a, a yard person, you get excited about it. Tools are bad that way too. So you get what you want, and, and you, it's a hard, like it's a hard Saturday. You gotta plant and, and clear out. Maybe uh, if you have a bed, you can plant in the bed, but if you don't, you gotta make a bed. It's hard work, but you can't do all the work of the garden right then. Uh, you can't do all of the watering, let's say, on the day you plant the plants. You say, okay, you, uh, let's see, over the course of the summer, this garden's gonna need a thousand gallons of water. So I'm just gonna put a thousand gallons of water on and I'll be done watering for the summer. No, you, you just have a mud pond if you do that. We have to do things day by day or week by week, sometimes month by month, think of fertilizer. 
uh, for the care of a beautiful garden. And that's how it is in building a kind of spiritual garden too. We need to attend to things, not all at once. We can't fix our spiritual eyes in one fell swoop. We can't fix them at all, but God is at work doing that. But each day we can be sure to tend to our spiritual life like it's a garden, a place uh, that will bring pleasure for us and for other creatures. Uh, you know, today may be a day you need to weed and get some things growing in your heart that shouldn't be there. And uh, you may not get, all, you won't get all the weeding done, but you can get some of it done. Or maybe a place where you need to fertilize, put in some nutrients or water. I don't know what it is for the garden of your heart, uh, but if you're gonna bear fruit uh, for your own enjoyment and for the good of your neighbors, if you're gonna bear fruit like uh, love, peace, and joy, self-control, if you're gonna bear that kind of fruit, we have to work in the garden day by day. Patience is another fruit. Uh, one we need in our society now is justice uh, and uh, righteousness too. If we're gonna bear fruit, those kinds of fruit, each day we have to tend to the garden of our heart. Um, and so that I wanna encourage you just for today, be sure to tend to that garden. I don't know, yours may be in very nice order uh, and you just need to walk through and do a little weeding, put a little watering down, add a little fertilizer, maybe just enjoy it. I was amazed, I've, I've grown tomatoes, not very well, but one thing you can do to help tomatoes is just brush the plant. It causes air to move around uh, and that, that cont helps control pests. So you just br pet the plant almost. It sounds crazy, but it's supposed to help. That's not work, you just really isn't going through and just getting to feel the plant, but it, it's being a part of the garden. So that's my challenge to you for today, that you make sure you do something, whatever it might be, uh, to tend to the spiritual garden of your life. Um, and you know, it's probably not something very surprising. Uh, time and prayer, uh, opening, I brought my Bible along, I was reading from Genesis a little earlier, actually opening scripture and reading something. Maybe you use an app instead. But the challenge for today, the encouragement for you today is to make sure you do something, just something, to tend that garden um, so that your, gar the, your spiritual life will grow. Uh, I'd love to hear what that is. Uh, you can share it here on Facebook, what you might do, um, or you can send me a message, or if you need to know, something that you would be helpful to you, uh, you certainly reach out and ask me or ask the other people who are, who are here um, on social media. Uh, I suspect, uh, you know, our brothers and sisters have wise words for each other. Uh, so I encourage you to share what you might be doing uh, to tend to your spiritual garden today. Or uh, if you need some help with that, uh, ask someone. Well, it's been nice to be here. Uh, outdoors with you in, in my backyard, in my garden, so to speak. I want to pray with you, and, and then we'll go about our day. Heavenly Father, we're glad to be gathered, even if it's uh, not in person, but in spirit. And we pray that you would uh, help our spirit to grow, the garden of our spirit, and show us where, where to tend to the garden that you've given us. And uh, we join with the Apostle Paul, and we ask that you would make uh, our hearts grow and bear fruit, bear fruit that is for the good of the world. Uh, we pray all of this in Jesus' name. I was flipping around, maybe you saw me, I was going to read the, the 
fruit of the spirit in Galatians. I'm having a little trouble coming to it. Uh, if I get to it, ah, here it is. I'll close with this, this word from scripture. This is in the fifth chapter of Galatians, thinking about our spiritual gardens. Can I, I'm gonna move one more time. When I started talking, I was in a spot where the, the sun wasn't in my face. Sorry about that. I'm gonna make you, it's like a carnival ride there for some of you. I'll uh, read this from Galatians. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's the kind of fruit we're trying to harvest in our spirit, in the garden of our spirit. And I want to encourage you to be at work a little bit in that spiritual garden today. All right, I hope to see you soon, one way or another, that we'll be in touch. Uh, God bless you. Dave, you just jumped on, and it's good to see you. I know Jim and Wilma are there still, I think, and uh, we're just so glad to spend this little time together electronically since we can't quite yet hang out clo as close as we would like. Um, you know, it's funny. I have gotten on a couple of Zoom calls or gone to do Facebook, and I sometimes find I've almost left my mask on. Uh, which uh, it's so funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so used to any time I might be close to somebody or face to face or they'd be near my face. I want to put a mask on. Uh, but so far, uh, the, the, the screens have protected us from uh, anyway. It's a silly thing. Um, I don't know if you've experienced that, uh, but I sure have. Well, I really am going to finish this time. Please uh, tend your spiritual garden and share with let's share with each other uh, what we're going to do. Uh, just that little bit of tending. I'll, I'll, I'll do that in a, in a second when I finish. So God bless you all. Bye-bye.